Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. When you look into Discover Student Loans, what you see might surprise you. We can help cover your college costs, don't charge you fees, and give you cash rewards for good grades. Ready to apply? Visit discoverstudentloans.com. Limitations apply. Network. Visit us online at www.xzoneradio.com. Exxon Radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, their advertisers, Talkstar Radio Network, or its affiliated stations and their employees. everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, coming to you live and around the world on the Talk Star Radio Network from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. If you'd like to give us a call, our toll-free number is one 528 8255 Now, that is toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii at one 528 8255 My email address, xzone at talkstarradio.com. And you can always chat with me live during the show uh, using MSN Messenger, if you use the address talkstarradio at hotmail.com, and our websites, xzoneradio.com and dexzonetv.com. My guest this hour is Jeff Hilling. He is a Bigfoot researcher, has read over two dozen books on the subject of the Patterson-Gimlin film. Jeff has developed a brand new website devoted exclusively to the subject of the Patterson film debate. Now, the website takes a unique 
neutral approach to dealing with the facts, legends, and rumors surrounding this most controversial film footage. Jeff is about 80% convinced that the Patterson film footage is genuine. And uh, Jeff is currently in the midst of writing a book dealing with the debate of this historic event. And uh, Jeff, welcome to the Exome. How you doing up there in the Ottawa Centerland? Uh, we're just doing great, thanks. Uh, Jeff, um, where did your interest in the Patterson-Gimlin film come from? Well, to be quite honest, I've been interested in it for quite some time. I, I guess it traces back to the old Leonard Nimoy uh, in search of a uh, television show when they had the Patterson-Gimlin film on for the first time. Mm -hmm. um, that really captivated me in my youth. And from there on out, I have been reading and researching on and off for years. Have you ever seen a Bigfoot? No, I have not uh, personally seen one. I, you know, a lot of people say they have. I, I'm mm -hmm. very uh, in touch. I, I live out in the woods on, on, on many acres. Uh, I always got my eyes open, ears open. Uh, however, though, my, my wife did have a pretty interesting encounter uh, we have a house in North Georgia as well. Mm -hmm. We live in the north woods of Minnesota, state of hockey. And uh, But basically when we uh, were down there not too long ago, about a year ago, uh, I was asleep. Now, she had actually heard some kind of uh, gut-wrenching scream outside. I mean, this is out in, in the North Georgia mountains. And uh, what what had occurred, she, she was frightened. She tried to wake me up, and I... I was out cold. I mean, it was probably 2 in the morning, something like that. And I was dead to the world. Next day, she told me about the incident. I said, well, what did it sound like? And she said, oh, I can't really describe it. And um, I said, well, just kind of give me a description. She kind of described it. I went online. I played uh, some sounds, basically, for, for wolves, coyotes, owls, bears, wild turkeys, wild cats, things that are very common in the region up there in the North Georgia mountains. And uh, then I also threw in just as kind of a, a, I didn't tell her what any of them were, the sounds I was playing. And I, I threw in a, uh, a sound of a Sasquatch, uh, allegedly. And she said, that's the one right there. That's exactly what it sounded like. Jeff, stand by. We've so, got to uh, take a commercial break. We'll be back in two minutes. One eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five is toll free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. Jeff Hilling is our special guest. He's a Bigfoot researcher. His website is www.pattersonfilm.com. Jeff Hilling and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break in two minutes as the Exxon continues on Talkstar. Never known death when someone dies, you grieve. Oh, you never seen the Lord. Ivan was a no bear tracker. Tom was a man who dreams. Ernie came along and I wrote the songs about a creature that few's ever seen. Monsters, myths, and mysteries, legends, tales, and facts. It brought us all together, and it's a reason for the fact. Up in North California, where the redwoods reach the skies, three men. 
Jeff Hilling is our special guest. He's a Bigfoot researcher, and he's the gentleman behind www.pattersonfilm.com. Jeff, what is your perspective on Bob Hieronymus's claim that he is the man in the gorilla suit in the Patterson-Gimlin film? Well, I have a, a few issues with it. Uh, I'd like to discuss them with you if, sure. if you got some time. Um, uh, just let me ask you a question. Uh, I know you've had Bob on before, and I've actually heard the show. Now, you tend to side with him uh, in in the fact that you believe that he may have actually been in the suit. Is that correct? That's or am correct. I, no, that's am I wrong correct. on my no. uh, memory there? You're right. Okay. Um, well, I, a couple of things. I'm, I've heard him tell uh, different tales on... Um, the suit for one, one that Roger made it from horse hide, the other that uh, he had ordered it from Philip Morris Company and then altered it. Uh, that's been a couple different stories. Another thing I have, too, is um, it's kind of a small detail, but I think it's very important. Uh, he says that Roger Patterson offered him $1,000 to get in that suit and walk. Yeah. Now, that seems like an awful lot of money back in 1967. In fact, it equates to roughly about $8,500 uh, American today, uh, who, even more maybe with the, with the economy going the way it is. All right, but, but I don't uh, see the significance that, of that. That's a lot of money. Now, I personally know people who do it for $100 and a six-pack of beer today. All right, um, but that, you know, but back I, in 1967, I, I think if you offered somebody 25, 50 bucks to walk around in a monkey suit for a few minutes, I think they would have done it. I have to tell you, dollars just seems like an awful lot of money, especially back in 1967, to claim that somebody was going to pay you to do such a, uh, a small thing. Well, let's look at the, let's look at bucks. Well, hold, bucks, on here, hold 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 on here. I think you're all wet. I really think you're. All, I think you're all wet because you're you're. That's not a fact. That's your own personal opinion. Let's get to the facts of, of the case. Of course it is. Let's get to the facts of the case. It is my opinion, but let's get to the, the facts time, of the case. I think it's a very important oh, come little tidbit that people overlook. Because if, if you're making up a story nowadays and you're claiming this was from 1967, you're going to claim you're making up the story today and you're going to use today's figures, not yesterday's figures. I think Patterson think? knew. I think Patterson knew what he was doing. I think he was a charlatan. He was a huckster. Uh, his reputation wasn't that solid. Uh, there's a lot of uh, shady things that Patterson had done in his past that certainly make it feasible that he was not this up and outstanding person, and that he could have very easily perpetrated this hoax. You know, and you may be right. I, I am not a. Uh uh, a person who will, will state for fact that this is exactly what happened, that mm -hmm. the, the Patterson film is absolutely 100% authentic. Um, and, and I welcome other opinions and points of view on the whole subject because there, there is a lot of gray area. And yet, I, I believe there is uh, some validity to what you said about Roger Patterson. Now, it, it is also possible that a shady character could also film a Bigfoot and and and... That's a fact as well. Okay, but here's the question. Here's the, here's the question. With all the digital cameras that are out in the world today, okay, yeah. how come nobody else has ever filmed this elusive creature like Roger Patterson did? Well, they, they have. Uh, I Where? just don't think they're very good. <laughs> and another thing, too, is, is digital cameras, video cameras will not produce nearly... 
the quality of image of 16 millimeter film. Uh, that is something, believe it or not, uh, it, it, it's kind of a, a paradox because we're getting better in technology, but at the same time, you know, 16 millimeter film can be analyzed much better than a lot of these videotapes and, and uh, digital recorders, phone recorders, things you see on YouTube being broadcast nowadays. No, 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 no. Squatch. Let's let's talk. You know, there's probably a hundred different. Uh, videos that have been thrown on the ash heap of uh, who knows who cares well you see this is it the the internet is the largest receptacle of sewage that man has ever made it's garbage <laughs> you don't have to have a brain to have a website anymore you don't right. have to have any credibility or accountability you just put that's right whatever anybody you want. can make it up exactly yeah. but if you've anybody got somebody in a monkey suit and get, get a cheap film camera or an expensive film camera and, and make their own here's movie. A, here's but a, here's it has not been done as well as something that was done back in 1967. Don't you find that intriguing? No, I don't. No, I don't. I think that anything can be planned, anything can be produced, and it's nothing unusual. But it, but it hasn't, Rob. That's the thing. How do we know? You see, uh, look at the BBC recreation. Look at uh, some of the other mm -hmm. recreations, so-called, that have been done. You know, they put Bob Harana's uh, back in a suit, or allegedly back in a suit uh, a few years ago mm -hmm. with Philip Morris. They filmed it, and he looked like a high school team mascot. And this was supposedly the guy who did this. Was it now, the same? Now, rodeo stuff from the 1960s can make a better recreation than people with lots of time, lots of money, better equipment. You got to ask yourself that question. And, and like I said, I'm not 100% convinced that this was a real Bigfoot. I'm about 80% convinced. Well, but I, I do leave room that it could have been a hoax. But if it was a hoax, it was the most amazing hoax on earth ever. No, no, no. no the, paranormal, the, paranormal, the paranormal is filled with hoaxes, filled with con artists and charlatans. Let's take a look at the Crystal Skull. Uh, you know, uh, Mitchell Hedges. It was a con. You know, it wasn't found in Louboutin. It was, it, he bought it from the um, Sotheby's. You know, so we've got the paper trail to prove that it was a con, it was a hoax. Then you've got other aspects. You know, you've got the pictures of the fairies uh, that were taken. You've got ghost pictures. You've got UFOs. You've got aliens. You've got cattle mutilation. You've got this, that, and the other thing. The paranormal, and this is where Sasquatch comes in, is just, is just as filled with charlatans as any other part of the paranormal. I don't give. I any, will agree. I, I will agree with you one hundred percent. You are right. It, it's full of shady characters, hoaxers. Uh, you know, look what just happened up in the, the Georgia. I, I was actually living in that county when that was going on uh, with those uh, charlatans down there. Um, so you were right. But the thing is, the uh, Patterson film has stood up to so much scrutiny. It stood up to scientific people analyzing, reanalyzing, digitizing. Mm -hmm. Uh, M.K. Davis doing the stabilization. Nobody has ever really proven this thing beyond the shadow of a doubt to be a hoax. Now, but, you may and, make the case that they, they haven't proven it to be real Exactly. Either. Exactly. The they have time, <laughs> So many of these other types of, of, of Sasquatch footage, I mean, there really is no second, in my opinion. And I, you I don't see? Think there, I mean, can you think of a second place Bigfoot? No, you see. Photo and, sighting, something that people just. Can't 
let go? You see, this I is can't. this is all what also makes it so much of a unique case that proves to me that it is a phony. It's because it is so unique. If there are all these Bigfoot walking around the different woods, as so many of these Bigfoot researchers would love to claim, then there would be other footage taken by now. It's just like the UFO crash in Roswell. It's just like I said, the, uh, the crystal skull. It's a one-shot deal. And when it's a one-shot deal, it's not real. Well, now let me get this straight. Too. You are a believer in Bigfoot. Am I wrong? You're wrong. Okay, I thought I thought for a while you had a petition going not to kill Bigfoot or oh, something. Oh, yeah, listen, I, I've also done petitions not to kill aliens. That doesn't mean I believe in <laughs> Well, I mean, what, I mean if, if you believe in Big, if you don't believe in Bigfoot, why would you have a petition not to kill him? I mean, I don't you know, I love in, animals. Uh, you know, magical elves or fairies or uh, lucky charms. But uh, yet you believe in Bigfoot. Con, but I don't, I don't have uh, websites or petitions not to kill him. And yet, and, yet, and yet you believe in Bigfoot. And, and yet you believe in Bigfoot. I, I don't know if I do or not. Believe it or not. I, well, I, then answer me this. Why do you? Why do you have convincing evidence of it? So period. tell me. So tell me. What, if you what don't believe, says, I don't care what anybody thinks. There is no close second. If you don't and believe, I, I'm about eighty percent sure it was a Bigfoot. Now I'm not one of these people who believes. Yeah, there's thousands of Sasquatch running around everywhere. Mm. That might have been the last one, for all I know. Maybe they're extinct, whatever it was. Or right, maybe it wasn't if you don't believe, if you don't, I don't if know. You, if you but do, I have not seen any convincing you want to evidence down? whatsoever or any. Thank you. If you don't believe in Bigfoot, why do you have a website? Sorry. I would be fascinated with the Patterson film, even if it were proven 100% to be a hoax. Hey, listen, I'm... It I'm ex- is, because it is the most amazing thing on Earth. Man, you must it, lead it a boring... that really changed lives. It changed Me pop culture. Alive. I got a section on my website, uh, pattersonfilm.com, that... You know, you must lead a boring life if you find that movie so exciting. It's boring. It is one of the most boring pieces of film I have ever seen in my life. And if you think that's exciting, my good Lord, what do you do for excitement where you live? That's why there are so many things having to do with Bigfoot, you know, whether it's pop cultural items, (laughs) merchandise, statues, uh, whether it's... uh, Every you know, movies. Sure, whatever you need. At least more Bigfoot movies coming out in the past five, ten years. It's kind of a resurgence going on. I mean, it. Have you, have you ever heard? Interested in it? Have you ever heard the expression? So much pop cultural iconery. Going have you on. ever heard the expression? There's a sucker born every minute. Oh yeah. P. Well, P. said it. I believe that's right. And he was talking about Bigfoot researchers. <laughs> oh, I love you, Rob. You know, you, you, you're, you're claiming, you're, you guys spend all this time in the woods tracking these things that don't exist. There's no evidence of their existence. There's, no, there's never been a cadaver found. There's never been any DNA supplied. There's nothing except the belief of the Bigfoot researchers. We've got to take a commercial break. I'll be back on the other side as the episode continues live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. We'll be back. Don't go away. And still to come on tonight's show, the one and only Angel Lady. That's right. Sue Storm is with us. And we'll also be speaking to Robert Emery about his new book. And it's going to be a great next two hours. 
I'm sorry, guys. I don't buy this gorilla suit bimbo jumbo jimbo. I think Tom Biscardi uh, proved it beyond a shadow of a doubt that Bigfoot does not exist. And yes, there is a sucker born every minute. And, and, and we're talking about the Bigfoot research people here. I'll be back. Don't go away. Attention. You're listening to Rob McConnell in the X-Zone on the Talkstar Radio Network. Visit us online at www.xzoneradio.com. My name is Michael Telstar, Canada's leading mentalist from Toronto, Ontario. Hi, my name is Splenda, and you're listening to my dad, Rob McConnell, on the Exit. This is Psychic Dorothy from St. Catharines, and you're listening to Rob McConnell. Hello, my name is Holly Reeves, an astrologer from Astro for You, and you're listening to Canada's number one paranormal radio show, The X Zone, with Rob McConnell. Welcome to The X Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Still to come on tonight's show, we have Robert Emery. He's going to be with us next. And then in the final hour of tonight's show, the one and only angel lady herself, Sue Storm, is going to be joining us. And she's going to be doing angel readings for one and all who give us a call at one 528 8255 That's toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii at one 528 8255 Our special guest this hour is Jeff Hilling. He is a Bigfoot researcher, has read over two dozen books on the subject of the Patterson-Gimlin film, He's developed a brand new website devoted exclusively to the subject of the Patterson film debate. The website takes a unique, neutral approach to dealing with the facts, legends, and rumors surrounding this most controversial film footage. Now, Jeff is about 80% convinced that the Patterson film is genuine, and he's currently in the midst of writing a book dealing with the debate of this historic event. Uh, Jeff, um, when, it, when it comes to the... Um, when it comes to the, uh, the 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 work that has been done to to prove the authenticity of the film, what kind of what kind of uh, work has been done, and who's been doing the work to authenticate the film as as real? I'm sorry. Could you repeat that again? I'm having a little hard time hearing. Oh, I, I'm sorry, Jeff. Um, who's 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 who has done the authentication of the film to say that this film has not been tampered with in any shape, way, or form? And uh, who are the anthropologists who have looked at this creature and deemed it to be a real hominoid? 
Well, there are several on both sides of the debate uh, uh, as far as researchers, mm -hmm. authenticators. I mean, it, there are literally hundreds of people who have looked at this film, uh, anthropologists, scientists, uh, people who are into video editing. Um, I mean, just too many to mention. Really? Um, one of the people who has done a service, I believe, to the whole film has been M.K. Davis. Uh, he has done a very good service in the uh, stabilization of yes, the Patterson did. film. And to me, the interesting thing about the Patterson film is it's kind of like, um, let's say you, you, if this were a counterfeit, uh, you know, like a counterfeit $20 bill. The, the more you put a, a magnifying glass to it, a microscope to it, the, the more it falls apart. It's obvious it's a hoax. Well, I think the Patterson film is actually becomes more intriguing the more one looks at it. You look at it under a microscope, you blow up the images, you see more details, not not less details. You don't really see a hoax the more it's been analyzed throughout the decades. You tend to find things that are more intriguing, more interesting, things that I believe support the fact that this was an actual Bigfoot. All right, but the question still remains, after all these years, how come no one else has filmed another Bigfoot? Well, we don't know if they have or not. Uh, I mean, there is a lot of bad Bigfoot footage, and I'm the first to admit that. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can see it all day long on YouTube. Sure. You can go on there and watch all kinds of uh, probably people in monkey suits. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, whatever this was that, that Roger Patterson filmed back then, I don't believe can be replicated or has been replicated. If it were that easy, everybody would do it. And and But there are no scientists, no researchers, nobody writing books about any other Bigfoot footage out there. you got to ask yourself, something that's withstood the, the test of this long, uh, it, you, you can't just throw it away by, by somebody claiming they were the man in the Bigfoot. No, no, which, no. Or really, Bob Hieronymus was not the first. All right, I understand that. But still, if there were other Bigfoot films that had the same uh, the same clarity that the Patterson film seems to have, there would be people talking about these other films. And they wouldn't be suppressed. Man, they would be on the Internet faster than you could say Jack Robinson. However, they haven't been there. There have not been any cadavers found of this elusive creature. There are people who say the, that he appears when there's, when there's UFOs in the air, that he's an interdimensional being, that he's like Chewbacca on Star Wars. You know, you've got a lot of people out there who are wearing tinfoil. Once again, Rob, you are correct. Uh, there are so many goofy theories on this. Even, even the man who did the stabilization, uh, M.K. Davis, his uh, came up with a very goofy theory about a, a, the whole film and a Bigfoot massacre occurring, and there was blood in the film. You can look it up online. It's very strange. I don't subscribe to that at all. I don't subscribe that he's an interdimensional being. Uh, I don't subscribe that uh, he has anything to do with... Uh, <laughs> all this crazy nonsense you know, you know I, I i i believe that, that what you see is is something of, of some sort of wild man that's that's my best guess right now i i don't believe uh, in any of these crazy theories of shape-shifting and interdimensional yeah. beings or you know you you got as many crazy theories out there as uh is anything out there you know we had a lady on the show jeff a couple of weeks ago who said that she communicates verbally 
with Bigfoot, and uh, that uh, he has a family of 33 other uh, members of his clan that allows visitors and speaks English and writes English, but won't let them take pictures. Oh, boy. Well, geez. What, mm. what do you say about that? I mean, I, I, know, I, I know people who were in, in a hippie commune back in the 60s used to smoke mushrooms, and they claimed that Bigfoot would come out and hang out with them and was one of them. So, you know, how do you, what do you say with that? <laughs> yeah, exa- exactly. Um, by the way, uh, this lady lived in Hawaii, so apparently there's Bigfoot in Hawaii. Uh, they're called Big Kahunas in Hawaii, aren't they? I don't know. <laughs> I think so. Okay, so um, what do you believe is the biggest evidence within that film that makes you believe that it is real? 80% sure. Well, like I said, I, I believe it, it's, it's, you know, when you first look at the film, mm-hmm. it could go either way. Yeah. But it's been scrutinized so much throughout the years. The, the blowing up, I mean, all of a sudden you start seeing lips on it. The more they blow it up, you start seeing features in, in the muscles that you never saw back in the 70s when they were playing it all the time on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and another thing um, I believe that it is very odd to me is that, if you're going to make a monkey suit, why would you sew breasts on it? it? It's such a simple statement, but at the same time, it, it is profound. There, there's no way I believe that anybody would take the time nor could craft something like that who wasn't an expert costume maker, nor would they really bother. All right, but I how do we... If you're going to do a hoax, you're just going to throw on a monkey suit, no, 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 might no, jazz no. it up a bit, but why would you put some breasts on it? That's because, just because you want to perpetrate the perfect hoax. And if you're planning to perpetrate a perfect hopes, then you will do every detail to the nines. Well, you wouldn't have to, though. You could, I mean, the, the Bigfoot could be pretty much turned the other way the whole time with the bathroom. <sighs> you know, and, and it almost was. But you see, this it, is... It was just, just a slight glimpse of the side at one point where you, where you saw the breasts. It wasn't even a, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a full frontal shot of Mrs. Bigfoot. It was... Uh, just kind of a vague glimpse, really. But, but um, so see, I, I think that the details there are, are amazing, and the muscle movement, and the you can see a butt crack, you can see a, you know the the feet. I yeah. mean, a lot of times when these people are doing hoaxes nowadays, they're wearing shoes. Yeah, you know, see, this is this. <laughs> you, you, I, mean, I think you're so missing the whole detail in it. Exactly, there is detail, and that's what makes this a classic hoax: is the amount of detail that was put into it there's too much detail in it one of uh, you know one of the researchers that we had on i forget which one right now said there was too much detail for the amount of time and the amount of footage that if it was a real bigfoot there would be less detail not the exacting detail that you see in the film Well, that's kind of a bizarre statement. <laughs> but think about there it. Be too much but detail. think uh, about it. But think I, about especially it. Especially when I see films today that that don't have uh, that don't look real. That looks real uh, to to the most degree it could. I mean, but the fact is, too, we're dealing with something that we don't know if it exists or not. I mean, who, who's to say what a Bigfoot looks like if we've never captured one or shot one or found one? So how can um, you say it looks real? I just the muscle movement, the the, the gates. That's another thing that people often overlook. You can put a man in a monkey suit all day long. Watch those old movies where people are jumping around in ape suits. Mm-hmm. There's no way in heck you believe it's an ape for one second. Uh, 
you know, we've stabilized the film. You can, it looks like a very smooth, natural movement. It doesn't look like a person hunched over trying to act like a, a, a Bigfoot to me. The arms are long. The hands move. How do you do that with fake gloves? There's just so many things. I mean, it's not one specific thing. It's, it's the culmination of many things put together. You see, I disagree. I mean, there are people much smarter than you and I that, that know more about this than we do. I doubt it. This is where I disagree with you. The fact that there is only one is the, is the big key to this entire thing. The key, the, the, the fact that there was only one Bigfoot that was in this film, that the only Bigfoot that has ever been put on film is allegedly this one. Once again, if there's... If there were more of these Bigfoot around and you were getting more video footage or more photographs that resembled the Patterson Bigfoot, then I'd say maybe it's possible. But when it comes to the, the detail, when it comes to the, the fact that there have been no other Bigfoot films to the extent and to the quality of this 16 millimeter black and uh, this is 16 millimeter footage that Roger Patterson took. That to me is the biggest is the biggest uh, key that this is a hoax. Well, look at it this way. I, I find it interesting that there have been no monkey suits that have matched the quality of the Patterson footage. I mean, it, surely we should be able to create a monkey suit footage somewhat near what the Patterson film was. We can't do it. You could put time, money, effort. I mean, you know, maybe you could get somebody together to do it. You know, maybe do a little experiment. Get, get some ape suit designers together. Get, get an old camera. See if you can replicate it. I've got to, I dare I've got anybody to, be, to do it. If I've, you can, I I've got to be honest I'm with you. This is a magical monkey suit, if it is a monkey suit, like the Zapruder film. The Patterson footage is second most studied film of all time. They had a magic bullet. Well, I guess the Patterson film has a magical monkey suit. Don't people have better things to do with their time than to watch that stupid movie over and over and over again? Um, I think you under, uh, underestimate the uh, North American public. Well, <laughs> There's a lot of people with a lot of time on their hands. You know, why don't they put it to good use, like helping out in soup kitchens or helping build homes for the, for the homeless, teaching kids in school who don't have enough teachers? Why don't they do something constructive instead of looking at a nape or, or, a, or something that looks like a nape and trying to decide whether or not if it's an ape, a Bigfoot, or a man in an ape suit? Come on, let's grow up here, guys. I know. It, it is kind of funny that we're sitting around talking about, uh, you know, possibly somebody in a monkey suit 40 years ago or possibly some sort of creature that was filmed on a 60-second piece of film. It is kind of uh, ironic. And, uh, <laughs> I agree. How many hits is your website getting? Well, it's it just launched a couple weeks ago, and I'm sure tonight it's going to blow up. Um, PattersonFilm.com, just check it out, people. Come visit it often because I am updating it. I plan on doing a lot of updates. Um, and if you have anything to contribute to it, any opinions, any, any folklore, anything, um, I would be interested in hearing what people have to say. And I take issue... Uh, I take people on both sides of the issue. I'm not mm -hmm. into saying this is absolutely 100% real or it's a fake and yeah. you have to be on this side or that side. The problem with the Bigfoot community, I believe, it's very clicky. It's got camps who believe this and people who, who 
side with this person, don't believe the side with people on this side, and it, it's very clicky. And it, I, I'm kind of in the middle. I'm, I just I, I wanted to do a tribute to the, the whole incident itself because it, it really did change history in some small way, maybe in a sort of meaningless way, but at the same time, I wanted to preserve the, the history of the whole incident and also try to get to the bottom of the truth. How, can, how did the Patterson film change history? Well, I, I didn't say it was history changing in the sense that it has uh, you know, necessarily changed it for uh, some miraculous way, like Jesus rising from the dead. I just meant it changed history in the way that, let's say, in my pop culture section of PattersonFilm.com, I show tons of items that have been produced since the Patterson film. I mean, Bigfoot mania. It has launched a whole epidemic of uh, cultural icons, items, movies, uh, pinball machines, books, uh-huh. you name it, toys. It, 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 it's crazy how much... The Patterson film, in in its own way. Has All right, stand by. Society. We've got to take a commercial break. We'll be back on the other side. An explosion of pulp culture. Give me a break. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break. That's if Bigfoot doesn't come and take me away. Ha ha. Hoo-hoo. My name's Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon on the Talk Star Radio Network. You said you took this picture three or four months ago, so how could you show it to him three or four months ago when he passed a year ago? No! Listen, Hotshot, I'm going to tell you something right now. I don't care for you or for the putrid sludge you're troweling out. Jeff Hilling is our guest. Uh, his website is www.pattersonfilm.com. That's www.pattersonfilm.com. Jeff, in what way do you believe the Patterson Film incident has changed the Western world as we know it? Well, I, I believe I mentioned it before, but uh, we were discussing it earlier. Basically, it's a pop culture thing. I mean, you, it, you know, look at everything Bigfoot before Patterson Film. You know, there, there was nothing. There were a couple items here and there, pop culture items, a couple little books, a couple articles in the newspaper here and there. 
after that, it, it has really taken off. It has exploded. It has changed the Western world in, in the pop culture sense, really. Do you, do you really uh, believe nothing that? Nothing important, but in, in the sense that it does entertain us, gives us movies, T-shirts, junk toys. It gives us all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, and that would not be here today if it wasn't for that Patterson film, I believe. So it, it's not an important thing like Jesus rising from the dead. It's, it's something that's just insignificant, yet very vast. I don't know. I kind of put it uh, beneath uh, amoeba sludge. What? Uh, amoeba sludge? That's right. <laughs> Jeff, thanks very much that's for like joining. You, uh, you never take anything for granted. I uh, love that's it. right. All right. Thanks very much. Words. Thanks uh, very much for joining us. Uh, take care of yourself. I can't take any more of your crap. Jeez. Bigfoot changed the Western world. I think he's been smoking too many mushrooms. Either that or too much uh, Bigfoot dung, one of the two. I don't buy all this hype. I really don't. I really don't. And when you talk to people who have nothing better to do than to watch a little film and, you know, they get all excited about it, you have to wonder. You really have to wonder. Haven't they got anything better to do with their time? When we come back from the news at the top of the hour, we'll be joined by Robert Emery. We're going to be talking about his new book that is uh, entitled In the Realm of Eden. And still to come on tonight's show, the angel lady herself, Sue Storm, will be joining us later on. And she'll be doing angel readings for one and all who give us a call at one 528 8255 That's toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii at 1-877-528-8255. My name's Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon on the Talkstar Radio Network. Uh-huh. This is exactly what I thought of this segment. And, of course, you know that we're going to initiate uh, Jeff Hilling into the Royal Order of Woo-Woos. I have never heard Bigfoot being called a, um, a, histor- a, a historical changing event. Mind you, I don't live in Minnesota either. Virginia is for eaters and drinkers. All kinds of eaters and drinkers. For oyster shuckers and slurpers. Winery samplers are all-day wine drinkers. Brewery hoppers and distillery sippers. For those who order grits and those who order cheese grits. We all know what the right way to order is. For barbecue triers who turn into finger lickers and meat off the bone suckers. Mm. All right, all this talk of food is making me hungry. I gotta go get some mac and cheese. Like I was saying, Virginia is for all sorts of food lovers. So come love it for yourself. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just 
$1. Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun, and everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just $1. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text GRADE to 323232. 